Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and supporting us. It means the world to us. We would like to offer you to become a patron for Mystery Kids Podcast. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes. One is going to be an animal facts and the other one is going to be a bonus episode that either someone has chosen, one of the patrons has chosen, or that we will put to vote. As a patron, you'll be able to listen to already episodes that are there. We've got the Underground Railroad, the deepest hole on earth. We've got about the werewolves. We've got um, animal facts about the platypus, the crocodile, and the taipan. And we have the funny story of the Australian emu war. So there's plenty of content that we'd love to share with you. If you want to become a patron, you're going to head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N com backslash mystery kids pod. And that's where you're going to sign up for $5 a month and get that bonus content. Thank you so much again for all your support. Welcome to Monday minis with the mystery kids podcast. Welcome to mystery kids podcast. Welcome to another adorable and sweet Monday mini. I love these just because they're short and sweet and I feel like I learn a lot every single Monday. So today's episode is actually going to tie in with our most recent episode. So they're a perfect combination. So we did about the disappearance of Glenn and Bessie in the Grand Canyon. So now we're going to learn 25 odd things about the Grand Canyon. Okay, ready? This is from thetravel.com and we are going to learn 25. Is this 25? Apparently there's 26 because there's 26 right here. Okay, so number 26. It is bigger than Rhode Island. I mean, it's big. And especially like when you go there and you actually look at it, like it's huge. It's approximately 1,900 square miles, while Rhode Island's only 1,200 square miles. So it's bigger than an entire state. Crazy. So the canyon, number 25, the canyon was once a holy land. Okay, it's really, really old, but one of the first civilizations um, called the Pueblo Indians, um, they used to live there and they actually used the canyon for shelter and storage. But that civilization actually would call it a holy land. So neat. I didn't know it was referred to as a holy land. All right, number 24. Okay, the FFA was created because of the canyon. Now you're probably going, what is the FFA? Because I'm thinking the exact same thing. It's the Federational Federational Federal Aviation Administration and the Grand Canyon. So in the 50s, many pilots decided to go off route to explore the beautiful area of views of nature, right? I would do the exact same thing if I knew how to fly and maybe wasn't terrified of flying. But there were a lot of plane collisions. And so they decided that they had to get some serious in-air regulations to make sure that the pilots knew where other pilots were. So now it's safe no matter where you fly because of the Grand Canyon. So crazy. And so number 23, the cleanest air in the US is actually found in the Grand Canyon. Crazy. So that if you need a good hike or just to clear your lungs, 
head over to the Grand Canyon. Number 22, the temperatures vary greatly. Okay, so it does reside in Arizona, which Arizona is an extremely hot place to live. Yet in the winter, it's really, really cold. So I have been to the Grand Canyon in the middle of summer in, I believe we went in July. Yeah, because it was around the 4th of July. This is back when I was like 16, 17, 18. I don't know. I was, I was younger than I was now. So, and it was hot. It was so hot. And then last winter we went, um, in February, we went to Arizona as a whole family and we were like, Oh, we're going to pass the Grand Canyon. Let's go stop by it. And we stopped on one of their coldest days of the year. And it was freezing. We were not dressed to, <laughs> to withstand the weather that was happening there. So make sure you dress accordingly to when you are visiting and check the weather ahead of time because we thought it'd be nice to head down to Arizona in February. No, no, because we had a snowstorm in Utah, Arizona was really rough. So dress accordingly. All right, number 21, there are many hidden caves. I'm sure there are because like, think of how gigantic those walls are. So there's tons and tons of caves, but only one of the caves can actually be explored. I wonder what was hidden in there. I would love to know if like a previous like robber, you know, one of those people that like took down horse wagons, um, <laughs> they like hid treasure in one of those. That would be super interesting. All right, 19, it is one of the seven wonders of the world. The seven wonders of the world includes some of the most beautiful places on, on the earth, and it is considered one of those beautiful places. All right, number 18, the Colorado River was the thing that created the Grand Canyon. And if you listen to the previous episode about Bessie and Glenn, they were going down the Colorado River. Now, it took a long time for water to erode away at the canyon and the rock to carve out the beauty of it today, um, which really goes to show that water can be a deadly obstacle because it, it can literally carve through rock. Crazy. All right, number 17, it receives over 5.9 million visitors each year. So a lot of people travel all around the world. It is insane how many tourists go to visit it. 16, a man once kayaked the canyon. Okay. So according to Adventure Sports Network, Lonnie Bedwell, he was a brave Navy veteran who unfortunately lost his eyesight to a hunting mishap. Now, Team River Runner is a kayaking organization that helps wounded veterans, and they were instrumental in helping him succeed. So Bedwell, he began kayaking only two weeks before his big mission, but his 226 mile journey across the Colorado a river was successful nonetheless thanks to trr's coaching so that is the the team river runners coaching so so crazy that would be nuts to kayak that all right number maybe there isn't number 15 the 15's empty so we're going to 14 all right 14 it's actually not the world's deepest canyon what I did not know that. I'm kind of disappointed now. Um, <laughs> it's not the deepest one. It is one of the most beautiful ones and one of the most, most well notorious one, but in depth, it's beaten by the Catahuasi Canyon in Peru. Catahuasi. 
Lucy Canyon in Peru and the Cali Gandiki George Gorge in Nepal. So Peru and Nepal have the deeper canyons. It's crazy. Okay, 13, it's home to a very small town. Oh, there's a little town there. That's so cute. It's called Supe Village and it has a little over 200 inhabitants. Wow, that is so crazy. It's the last place in the United States where mules still deliver their mail. Wow. All right, number 12, keep an eye out for pink snakes. Now when visiting the desert, it's very common to experience a snake on your hike trail. And they're really usually neutral colors like brown, black, earthy greens. They make them blend into their environment. But when you go to the Grand Canyon, it is the home to pink snakes, pink snakes. These strange species can range from 16 to 54 inches long and are scientifically referred to as the Croatolis oreganus abyssus. Right? While snakes are certainly frightening, the fact that they are pink doesn't make them any more approachable. Okay, so leave the pink snakes alone when you head to the Grand Canyon. 11. The age is, its age is unknown. Okay, so everybody's got a birthday that's what they're talking about. Everybody has a birthday, but because it's really old and it took so long to create, nobody actually knows how old it is. All right. And 10, it creates its own weather. Okay. It literally creates its own weather, weather because of the changes in elevation. So depending on how deep certain areas are, the weather will differ as well. So there's only an eight mile difference between the coldest station and the hottest station. That is so crazy. All right, nine, it has many fossils, but they've never found any dinosaur bones. Huh, that is so interesting. So tons and tons of fossils and including marine animals, but no dinosaur bones have been found there. All right, number eight, two photographers own a business here, which I, Emery and Ellsworth Cobb, they got this amazing business model atop of the canyon. They set up a studio on the rim of the Grand Canyon in the early 20th century and took photos of this marvelous beauty. And they actually would take pictures of tourists that would come through the canyon and so they could get pictures from them that's so smart and this sounds I was like that name I got confused because it really sounded like the photographer that took a picture of Bessie and Glenn and who was the last person to see them but maybe it's a different photographer maybe it's the same one Hmm. I have questions now all right number seven Teddy Roosevelt helped protect it so In 1903, Roosevelt visited the Grand Canyon for the first time. And after this visit, he was like, this has to be protected. Um, And without Congress's approval, it was not initially possible. So three years later in 1906, the Grand Canyon was finally declared a national monument. And in 1919, it was finally a national park. So number six, it's one of the most visited national parks in the United States. How 
neat is that? <laughs> Which we, we already talked about how many come through it. Um, but it's still beaten out by the Great Smoky Mountains of North Carolina and Tennessee. And they receive just a little bit more than the Grand Canyon does every year. Number five, fires are actually really good for the canyon. So fires, um, I actually really want to do an episode about the Yellowstone fire. It happened the same year I was born. Um, they, a lot of people think fires might be bad for the environment, but in fact, fires are environmentally healthy and it helps the environment grow. So it's really good when the canyon has a fire because it rejuvenates the soil for more plants to grow. And especially in more of a desert area, it's a really good thing. Number four, the canyon encompasses many different ecosystems. All right, so there are 70 different kinds of mammals, as well as over 47 reptile species and 250 bird species that live there. There's also over 1,750 plant species in the canyon. All right, number three, the skywalk allows you to get an aerial view of the canyon. Now, if you're afraid of heights, don't go here, so I will not be going here. This is not for me. I already said I had issues with planes. Here we go. Um, so you can kind of go over with this aerial view. Um, this bridge has a transparent floor. Absolutely not. Nope. Ugh. <laughs> that extends past the edge of the canyon that allows tourists to see up to 800 feet below them. The bravest of the tourists lie down flat on this bridge and claim to feel the sensation of flying. That sounds like I'm already, my blood pressure is rising. That's a nope for me. <laughs> Would you be interested in doing that? That sounds terrible to me. All right. Now, what is the most, number two, what is the most dangerous animal in the Grand Canyon, you ask? You would think deadly insects, venomous snakes, hungry hyenas, strong bears, the most dangerous animal. You ready? It's a rock squirrel. You heard me right. It's a rock squirrel. This squirrel is the most dangerous animal you will encounter in the canyon. And they've been really accustomed to human interaction because they're constantly being fed by tourists. But they are mean when they are hungry. They will bite. So be safe and stay away. I would never have guessed the most dangerous animal is the rock squirrel. Okay, and number one. It's been the set of many Hollywood productions and blockbuster films. So Thelma and Louise, National Lampoon's Van Vacation, Transformers. There's been so many movies that have been filmed at the Grand Canyon. Well, I hope you truly enjoyed this little episode. I guess it wasn't so many after all, but this is really fascinating. I hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you next time at the Mystery Kids Podcast. Thanks for listening.